eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning. It is Thursday, June 17th. You are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Lance Glenn. I hope everyone has had an enjoyable week so far. I know I have. And honestly, look, as we get closer and closer to summer, this is my favorite time of the year by far. At least here in the Northeast, it's not crazy hot that it's unbearable, but it's obviously not cold. It's honestly just the perfect temperature, high 70s, low 80s. Couldn't ask for more. Before we start, I wanted to remind everyone that if you like what you hear, make sure to drop us a five-star rating and leave us a review. We love to see your comments and would be so gracious for feedback if you want us to cover a topic that we haven't already, or if we haven't hit your favorite team yet as we preview all of the Power 5 schools this offseason on the College Football Daily. Of course, if we have already covered your favorite team and you missed it or want to listen back, don't worry. We have all the episodes for you. Just go to Spotify, search for the playlist across the country with the College Football Daily, and listen as we preview your favorite program. We are continuing our goal of hitting all the Power 5 teams and a few Group of 5 schools today as we preview Georgia Tech. Joining me to discuss the program is the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Jeff Collins. Coach, how are we doing? Thanks so much for coming on and joining me today. Doing good, Lance. Appreciate it, man. So, Coach, I want to start with this. And, you know, as we've talked about other schools on the podcast, I've asked reporters their thoughts, but I'm really curious your response as obviously someone who lived it. The 2020 season, it was such a roller coaster, right? And basically every program dealt with so much uncertainty week to week. Look, for example, you played Notre Dame on October 31st last year, and then you basically go a whole month without playing until you finally played Duke at the end of November. So each week, you know, you went in with the thought of, hey, we're preparing for a game that we very well might not even play. How were you able to keep your team focused through all the uncertainty? And I guess just what could you even take away from the year? Because to me, it would seem like the season for so many was just kind of a wash. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, I think I still have some uh, lingering effects that, that <laughs> wake up in the middle of the night wondering if it was real. But the, the thing that, that got us through it, we're blessed to have an amazing group of players uh, that bought into the culture that we're building. I've got a coaching staff that is all in to do whatever they can. Uh, for the health and safety of our players and to continue to grow and get better. And, uh, you know, going through a season where you play an entire four-week period without a game uh, and to come out and to get a big win uh, at the end of that, um, you know, just speaks to the character that we have in this program, what we're building. And, uh, you know, proud of the guys, the way they handled everything, the way we've come out and had a tremendous offseason uh, this year. We had a great spring practice, got all 15 practices in. And uh, the guys have been back here since Memorial Day and uh, are really looking good, working good, and even closer uh, than we've ever been. 
You know, it's crazy because it feels like you've been at Georgia Tech longer than you were. I mean, or longer than you have been. I mean, look, I'm a Rutgers grad. I live in central New Jersey. Temple and Philly are only like an hour away. And as I was researching and saw that this is only year three for you in Atlanta, I was like, wait, didn't he leave Temple like five, six years ago? It just seems like you've been at Georgia Tech for a lot longer than you actually have been. And, you know, I realized because you're only in year three, you're still in the process of making the program your own. What were some of the challenges of still growing a program, you know, considering last year being only year two for you while dealing with obviously all the COVID restrictions that were in place? Yeah, Lance, you said you said at the beginning, we only had 15 minutes for this call. You might have to do a part two. <laughs> that question. We could, we could do an hour long answer on this one question. Coach, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, we, we had a great run at Temple, right? Won a ton of games, had a tremendous culture and uh, have come in here. And um, it has just been just been a growing process to come in and get it established. The roster, uh, the way it had been built with certain positions, having large numbers, other positions, not having very many, if at all, and just having to build the roster, build the culture. Um, but we've got a tremendous fan base, tremendous support from our athletic administration, all the way up to the top of the hill, uh, up to our president. And uh, we've got a great group of young men. We've recruited really, really well. Um, I think we've had probably the youngest roster in the country the last two years. And, you know, all of those things and all those experiences um, are about to pay off and pay off in a big way. So we are fired up uh, about all of those things. But it's, it's, it's all about the players. This is my third stint here in Atlanta. I'm born and raised in Atlanta. Uh, I was here in the late 90s, early 2000s with George O'Leary. Came back, played in an ACC championship game, recruited the highest recruiting class in Georgia Tech history when I was with Chan Gailey. And then now back uh, home in Atlanta as the head football coach here. So it's, you know, it's an exciting time and the future is really, really bright. So I want to look at your group and look, it's always going to be a learning curve when you start a freshman quarterback. You know, I watched your game against Louisville last year, and although it was obviously early in the season and I didn't know much about him, I turned off my TV saying, man, that quarterback Jeff Sims for Georgia Tech, he could really play. What was your assessment of him this past season and where have you challenged him to get better this offseason? You know, what areas did he specifically need to work on heading into, you know, more of a normal offseason this year? Yeah, and, and he, he's a tremendous young man and, you know, played, started every game as a true freshman. I think he was ACC player of the week three times or freshman of the week three times. Uh, tremendous talent. Um, and the, the nice thing about Jeff, he was literally just in my office right before we hopped on this call. Um, he is a gym rat. He is a film junkie. Um, and, you know, he's put a lot of more on himself, too, wanting to get better, wanting to understand all the cadences, the rhythms, all the looks, uh, all the checks that we have in our offense, where to go with the progressions and the reads. And the offense coordinator quarterback's office is about three doors down. I don't know since January if I've walked down that hall and not seen him at least three times a day, sitting in that office, studying film, pouring over it. A uh, tremendous young man, high character, and he's ridiculously talented, uh, but he's even a better kid uh, beyond all the talent that he has. And, you know, I think you are kind of the envy of a lot of programs because your backfield as a whole is growing together, right? Obviously, Sims at quarterback, pair him with freshman running back Jameer Gibbs, who showed just how dynamic he could be both traditionally out of the backfield and through the air. Look, I know you're a defensive guy, but do you ever sit in your office with offensive coordinator Dave Patnewt and just like, I guess, imagine all the ways you can use these two freshmen together for the next, you know, three or so years? Because, you know, maybe even as soon as this season, if not already, you could have one of the best quarterback running back combos in all the ACC. 
Yeah, and then and our, the the one of the best things about it, they're tremendous players, uh, but they're also tremendous workers. Two of the hardest workers in the program, two of the best teammates in the program, where they just work and want to be good dudes in the program. Um, we start a true freshman at right tackle, Jordan Williams, six six three forty one. He's going to be one of the top players in the league as well. And uh, just the the depth that we've created in our running backs coach, Deshard Choice, who played here at Georgia Tech, has developed and built that room, the running backs room. Um, it, it's 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 you know built to be something special, built to be something that is going to last. So it, it, it's a lot of fun to be around right now. And uh, we brought in some key transfers. Uh, the first two years we were not transfer heavy. And this year, we know exactly where we are as a program, know exactly where we are as a culture. And we brought 13 new guys in in January. Half were transfers, half were high school guys that came at the mid-year. The culture was at a place that it could handle it, could integrate those guys. And they have been nothing short of uh, tremendous uh, how they've assimilated to the culture, elevated the culture. And uh, so it's really exciting time. And how do you balance, I guess, bringing in transfers and then obviously, you know, getting traditional high school commits and signees? Because, you know, even when you were at Temple, what, three or so years ago, the transfer portal wasn't really a big thing. You know, just in that three year span, college football, especially recruiting, has changed so much. So how do you find that balance of bringing in transfers as well as, you know, signing a normal high school class? Three of the transfers are one year guys uh, specifically brought in. Uh, to fill in a role and uh, play at a really, really high level. But they've done a great job just buying into the culture, uh, being a part of it, elevating it to a high level. And then a lot of the other guys have multiple years left uh, within the program. But I think, you know, you guys and everybody in your organization has seen how active we are on social media. And, uh, you know, we put a lot of things out there, but they are true to who we are. And the recruits that are out there and even some of the guys that hop in the portal, they see the vibe that we've got building here in Atlanta, see the energy, see the culture, how hard we work, all of those things. And then when we come here, it is that. We don't put anything on social media just to gas things up. It is real who we are, how we work, how we vibe together. And uh, once they get here, they chose to come here because they wanted to be a part of that. And then when it's real, that's when it can really accelerate even more. And I think we're blessed with a group of guys that are just hard workers, want to be great, want to be good teammates, work together uh, and build something really, really special. So, Coach, I previously mentioned that your background is obviously on defense. When you evaluated your defense as a whole and how they performed in 2020, and again, we obviously talked about all the ups and downs of 2020 and the uncertainty that came with it, so it was kind of hard to really prepare as best that you could each week. But when you evaluated how they performed, what did you identify as the things that needed to be improved and focused on the most this offseason? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the biggest points of emphasis we made from January all, up, all the way up until now we were very segmented as a defense. Our defensive ends, we had a group of defensive ends. We had a group of defensive tackles. We didn't play as a complete defensive line. Where we stopped the run, we generate pass rush without having to blitz. In the secondary, I thought we were disjointed as well. I thought we had a collection of corners and a collection of safeties and not really playing as a whole as a secondary. You know, when you know, all the things that can come with that, and the other piece is we didn't have a group in the middle that could bring those two together. So one of the biggest transfers, Lance, that we got uh, was a transfer from the Big Ten at Mike Linebacker, uh, ACN Day. And he's a six foot four, 240 pound Mike Linebacker that has 
presence. He's got juice. He's got energy, leadership capabilities, and he's a really good player. And he's bridged that gap to bring the D-line and the DBs to make us one uh, defensive unit. So just really excited about him. Uh, after four months of being on campus, Ace was elected to be one of the captains in the spring game. So that just shows his presence, how he's affected the team. Uh, Jeff Sims was the other one. So as a kid that started every game as a true freshman from his peers, is elected a captain, voted a captain. I think that's pretty cool. Wanye Thomas, our elite safety, uh, and Ryan Johnson, uh, offensive line, were the other two captains. So it, it's pretty cool. Coach, a couple more from me. And look, this might be a simple answer. You know, your goal is to win every game and, and obviously win an ACC title. But I'm sure there was a plan when you took over at Georgia Tech. And obviously that plan may have gotten twisted around because of everything that happened with COVID. But as you enter year three, what are your goals for the 2021 season? Yeah, we're, we're, we're building something special. Play at a ridiculously high level every single game. Uh, we open with Northern Illinois, 730 downtown Atlanta uh, at night under the lights here on the flats and take it one day at a time to get better every single week. I know our guys internally have high expectations for where we can take this program currently and moving forward to what we're building and just fired up about it. So, Coach, last one from me. What is your message, I guess, to your fan base now that you're obviously another year into this rebuild, your core is another year older, and the expectations, as you mentioned, have risen going into game one against Northern Illinois? Yeah, same thing. Come to the stadium, support these guys. Uh, we're building something special here. Uh, we need everybody involved. I love our fan base. I have ever since I was a little guy. Um, and then when I was a young coach and we were playing in college game day here in downtown Atlanta, competing for ACC championships, playing on New Year's Day. That's the Georgia Tech that I know and love. And all their love, all their support, uh, all their positive energy that they can pour into our guys it matters. And, uh, you know, excited to hopefully have 100 uh, percent white and gold in the in the stands and uh, getting excited and fired up to, to support our guys that they play at a high level. The head coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, Jeff Collins. Coach, thanks so much for joining me. Be well. And of course, good luck this season. All right. Thanks, Lance. Remember that if you like what you hear, make sure to drop us a five star rating and a review. We'd love to hear what you think. If you have any questions, any ideas for a topic, or if you haven't heard your favorite team yet, I'll drop a quick sneak peek too. We have even more coaches coming up on the schedule that I know you'll enjoy. My name is Lance Glenn. Enjoy your Thursday, everyone. Trey will be back tomorrow for the next edition of the College Football Daily. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.